a teacher in disguise helps her out and she discovers a demon Sailor Moon outfit. It really does sound like it's almost like it a parody. just stepped over the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. So she puts on the demon. I didn't get to see that part, but she puts on the demon, like, Fuku thing. And it's basically, it looks like a Fuku, but in the What's sa- a Fuku? It's the Sailor Moon uniform. It's what oh. they call it. It's Fuku. That's what Fukue. you call it. Yeah. Just, I can't believe yeah, you didn't you know that. Yeah, if you pronounce it manga. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yes. Um, so- I call it a fuku. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. In the not-so-secret headquarters of Comic Issues, there are assembled the world's three greatest heroes. Anthony Silva, Elizabeth Wallace, Andrew Klein. Their mission? To fight injustice and right that which is wrong, and to serve all geek kind. Yes, even furries. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me are two of the greatest geeks in the world. Elizabeth Wallace. Andrew Blind. And have you heard our show, guys? Oh, live, live show? Live, live and in person. Yeah, it was. Uh, not to uh, brag or boast, but um, yeah, I did get the most la- laughs. That was that's true. You did get. It's very you nice. Did of get you. Some I did. Laughs. I did. Yeah. I did get the most laughs. <laughs> of eight hundred people, it was incredible. Packed. Incredible. Standing room only. <laughs> In fact, they had to build extra ch- like railing. We, had, we had we had a fan show up who had to like wait for hours to get up. Well, the that, there's a baby in a chandelier. Yeah. they started out with just like those fold out chairs, and then it just went crazy. Yeah, it old people had their little cane chairs. Little kids were sitting on people's shoulders. Yeah. It, was it was adorable. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was dressed up as little Batman, and Superman. Sort of a shame we had so much profanity going on, but you know they can handle. Well, you it. know what? Uh, when, when you subscribe to Comic Issues, yeah, you, you see know, that little uh, red button right yeah. there. You know what you're getting in for. It's true. You That's know? true. And the parents thought it was worth it to expose their kids to that kind of thing. Because you know what? They're going to do it anyway. It's yeah. true. And you they know? might as well learn it from us. Right? we're awesome. Right? Yep. I mean, we're not promoting violence or anything. No, no. no just no, uh, no. language akin to uh, Deadwood. <laughs> I am pretty <laughs> good with the profanities. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not like we're doing anything gross. We're not movie well, issues. You try to twerk during the show, and that, that luckily no. no, no, I declared it a no twerk zone right okay. from the very get go. None of that. I was not trying to twerk anything. Yeah, you you jumped on that wrecking ball. You were going to swing around for a little bit. And then he didn't twerk, twerk, but he said he could twerk. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, I could. <laughs> you were going to dance with Beetlejuice. Right there. Had I want to. Uh-huh. Beetlejuice was in attendance. Really weird. Did not expect to see him to show. Uh, I mean, he RSVP'd, but... Well, if I said the other guy's name one more time, he would have shown. You've already said it twice, so and there are mirrors yeah, but, around in here someplace, so let's not do that. Yeah. But like, isn't there like a time lapse on that? I, I would hope so. You get like three for three the rest times of your in life. your life, and you're dead. No, wait a minute. Isn't on Community? How long apart were they saying that? Three seasons. Wow. Okay. Once a season. So apparently, there's no time limit on that one. God, because you'd be so fucking, fucking genius. Because this is what would happen. I, I would just be like, "Hey, I'm going to watch Willy Wonka," and then I'd start singing along with the opening theme song, mm-hmm. and I'd be fucked. Yep. Yep. We can make a rainbow. I'm just stuck on the community like that. <laughs> oh, pit stop right there. So yep. fucking genius. Um, just I mean, just in case anyone doesn't know, uh, in the first three seasons of Community, uh, one episode per season, somebody would say Beetlejuice, and in the third season, when they said it for the third time, he walks in the background. That's it. He's just outside of the room and just walks through the background of the shot. 
just when they say it. And nobody points to and, it or calls I mean, attention I, to it. I didn't it. I didn't even see it the first time. Like I I caught it on a YouTube video. I'm like, oh my fuck. <laughs> That's amazing. I, that love, is, I love it when they set stuff up like that. Yeah. And they had to have been setting it up from the very beginning. I'm hoping we get more of that now that Dan Harmon's back. I had still not gotten all the way through the first season yet. So yeah. I know. Ditto. I've seen all the Halloween episodes. I'm I'll caught you, up on Walking Dead now. I'll, I mean, I'll be fair. The first like six episodes are kind of a hodgepodgey mess. They don't quite nail it until like the second half of the Every season. Show has to have some time to find yeah. the footing. Every single one. True, of them does, true. Yeah. I mean, some of them they I feel they nail it pretty good. Um, like I, I just watched the second uh, the the first episode of the second season of Arrow. Arrow is a show that I feel like, okay, you're doing it differently, but I do feel you've got yourself figured out. You've That's got true. a lot. You've already got me excited. Because right. the, the first episode was pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. It was a solid enough to be like, all right, I'm, I'm, no, like, I'm totally in. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you, how much of uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. show have you guys seen? Since, Only since the, the first, first episode. Only the first episode. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um, like I'm, I'm caught up to the three episodes currently. Sometimes I think I'm watching it just because it's Marvel and Shield. Hmm. Like it's not bad, but I do feel it's the only reason why I actively well, go to it, watch it. It got the 22 episode. Uh, it got ordered officially. It got a season. Like other shows are already getting renewed for their second season. Well, true, but I mean, I, I think this at least gives us a little bit of hope that maybe they can pull something. I hope that a Joss Whedon project will at least get more than one season. That would be <laughs> really nice. Cause he's going to be awfully depressed if it doesn't, even if he's not solely behind it, he's still going to be, he's like, going to have to go do another Shakespeare movie and then another horror movie. Well, I think he's got Avengers coming up. I don't think he's going to be crying too he hard. He didn't technically do the horror movie. He just produced it. Oh really? I thought that was yeah. a whole Whedon. No, really? No. He didn't um, even write it. He had to have had a lot to do with the writing. He produced it, so I think that automatically makes him part writer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Drew Goddard, I believe, is the um, the main writer and uh, director. Okay, well, I'm going to yeah. verify this while you guys talk amongst yourselves. And Cabin in the Woods is fucking amazing. Man. It's on my list of things to watch. Oh, it's it so good. Made it, made it my number one movie of last year, I think. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I think I did. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, Drew uh, Goder and yeah, so writers was Whedon and him. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Supernatural is another one that took a while for me to get into it. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that I knew, okay, it's eight seasons in, and Pinterest will never shut up about Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. oh, good God. First two seasons, I'm like, this is fine, it's fun, but I don't see what the. And then halfway through the third season, I'm like, oh, with Groundhog Day, Blah. yeah. I do kind of feel like that was a show that, yeah, it was essentially just kind of fun. Like, here's the monster of the week for yeah. the first. I'd, I'd give you the first two seasons. Well, the but, first season, you just got to get over Chica on the ceiling. Bursting into flames for five minutes. That's the first episode. No, through the first season, she shows up like all the time. They're like, oh yeah, it's just to remind the, you. The, the intro. The, yeah, it's well, in not the just intro. The, no, not the intro, just him having flashbacks. Did he you have another dream? Of flashbacks. And you're like, yeah, I had a dream. It's not every, every episode. episode. What was it about? It'd, it'd honestly. Be con- it'd be confused. I could imagine you thinking that because really the intro bits would always yeah, show yeah, it every yeah. time, but that's fine. And what's wrong with it? It's just tiring. I'm like, okay, wow. I get it. She burst in the flames. We're trying to figure out. It was a pretty out. cool flame shot, though. It was. Yeah, it was, it was good. It looked good. great. But after a while, I'm just like, all right. She's on the ceiling. She's on fire. I'm but in. I do feel like the, the third season is when it gets personal. Yeah. And that's, I, that's I, I guess that's probably where you get them really hooked into the characters. Yeah. So can I just skip to season three and start watching there? Or do I have to go? No. no There's good stuff. Can, yeah. There's good stuff. It lays a lot of groundwork for all the monsters and whatnot that come around that continually 
come back around. I just really want to go as far as Castile. That's where I want to just start. Well, that's season four. I, I know, but I just and want to start. You can't. There. It, it won't. It won't mean quite as much. It, unless yeah, I know. But I, I just... loved it when his first episode doors are bursting open. I'm like, I know it's coming next. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for him for a while. All right, let's have to sit down to do it. But then, of course, there's Fringe, which I also want to watch. But I did bin- I binged on Fringe uh, two, three months ago. Before I did the, I think I binged before you did uh, Who. Yeah, yeah, I think I finished Fringe and then I went to Doctor Who because I'm like, all right, I need another episodic thing. So, uh, question with Who? I heard that they are going to be doing uh, theater presentations of the fiftieth. Uh, I don't have details. Uh, so guys, if this is a, uh, a thing you want to jam on, uh, you'll have to look it up. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. There are theaters that will be showing the 50th, 50th anniversary episode can of Dr. Who. Can find where this is and do something? Cause like, we I, can, I, we, I would I do mean, a road trip. For we can, like I would. Can I really this in LA? Yeah, I, 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 well, I looked it up today and I didn't find anything. Well, I typed in San Diego. So that was probably my fault. Yeah, San Diego, unfortunately is not a big market. And I think it's because we're in the shadow of LA. Like, I think that's why there's not a lot of awesome geeky things to do in San Diego, mm. except once a fucking year. <laughs> say, and we have the biggest one, so that's all right. Yeah, so good. Ours granted, is better than all of yours. So. Granted, like, yes, we yeah, have the enjoy biggest convention. There, LA. <laughs> uh, New York Comic Con's this weekend. That's well, blowing that's, up my mailbox. Yeah, kind of big. It's not. It's it's definitely not as big. Uh, as big but but they've got a fucking poster I want. I'm actually working on a, a chance to get that right now. Nice. Ooh. As I have a friend who apparently might be going. And if she is going to that, then I'm going to be like, please, 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 please stop about this booth. Poster, please. Uh, yeah, uh, the Night Angel trilogy, they released the uh, sketch poster where it's oh, all the gotcha. – and they, all you have to do is walk up to the booth and say, Retribution. Oh, <laughs> nice. And you nice. get it. And I'm like, hey! Nice. I'm like nerding out because he's like, all you have to do. I'm like, where were you at comic? Well, they were there giving out the free poster, but I didn't know about it then. So. Oh, yes. I mean like we've, we've got the small conventions, which are great. But honestly, like where's our weekly things to do? Like where's – or at least a monthly show of something. Like, yeah. I'm really... I'm, That's what comic issues any of those presents. meetup things? Like the geek meetups or any of those? If, if it's happening, I'm not hearing about I it. I would okay. say the SGSU Anime Club way back when was pretty hip. I know they have weekly meetups, and I'm sure some of our San Diego listeners will back it up. I just haven't found any that I thought... I mean, they'll get together and talk about comic books or yeah. movies. Kind of like what we're doing here, which yeah. is another one of the reasons why I haven't done it. I'm like, I'm already yeah, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm yeah. set. Not yeah. a weekly thing. Yeah. Someday, guys, we're going to get this show on the road. And by the road, I mean into a theater locally. Yeah. yeah. The Alamo, I already, Alamo I already Draft know. House, that's, that's the goal. Oh, my God. If we had an Alamo Draft House, I would fucking be there every week. I loved going to the Alamo Draft House. Yes. <sighs> but anyway. Liz sigh. <laughs> just no. just wanted to do a segue. I can see it in his eyes. Um, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, as, as long as kind of we're on TV, Supernatural had a great. Uh, beginning episode. Um, I haven't watched. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the TV I was watching last year and what I've Lamb caught Chops up to. Along. Would you say that Charlie Horse is an anti-hero? I don't even know what you're talking about. I have absolutely. Yes, you know. No idea. You know who Lamb Chop is. I yeah. I, I know the what anti-hero it is. of the Lamb Chop series was Charlie Horse. The only thing I don't I know wanna... about Lamb Chop is Lamb Chop. Yeah, that's all I know. Damn you guys, <laughs> not knowing your PBS programming. Fuck it's been us, a right? Long I mean, time. I don't want to. We're say only in our been... fucking thirties. That was a You're great at... segue. If someone knew Charlie Horse was, nope. nope. 
Is that what a cobble pot is? When he tries something and it totally doesn't yeah, work? Yeah, that's oh. right. Cool. cool. That's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cobble pot on Love Andrew. you guys. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. A cobble pot is a failed uh, reference, joke, or in this case, segue. Yes. Uh, God, I hated this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> this show, the one you're on? No, no. This fucking Lamb Chops play along. I don't even know why you're trying so hard. I don't know that character at all. I'm well, sorry. Well, here's Hush Puppy. I don't remember Hush Puppy. Either. Can we get to something cool? Yeah, well, that's what we're talking. Lamb Chop. This is the no lamb chop, lamb something chop cool. Here's all of them together. With oh my god! Face. I want to. I've never wanted to hurt you so badly. Didn't you say that we don't promote violence on this show? I, I know, hey, and, and I'm come trying. On. Oh, and I forgot about Buster the school bus. Okay, now you can hit him. Oh, <laughs> it is on. Hey, hey, hey now. Ow. That's right. <laughs> That'll teach you. Fucker. Have a cookie. No. Have a cookie. No. Out of spite, I'm not having these cookies. You can't life. tell me what to do. You're not my dad. I got you salt. Would you eat a cookie? <sighs> Again. <laughs> I wonder what I look like in Andrew's mind. You know what? You I know. feel it's very two-dimensional. <sighs> I just realized something. Yes, it is. But it's also pretty impressive, I think. I think he holds you in a good light. It's just a kind of two-dimensional light. It's fine. I wonder if I'm like a two-dimensional god to him. I think you kind of are. Like there's Denied. a shrine. Like he, he praises me in some weird way. That's, there's a whole section of this house I haven't actually seen. It he might pours be a pile so. of garlic salt. <laughs> Um, kind of like in Supernatural where they make like the, the lines yeah. of salt. He makes lines of garlic salt around. Okay, so in Andrew's mind, yes. in the Anthony shrine that he praises there, to, there's, there's yes. no he Anthony pours uh, garlic salt onto a uh, like a, 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 sh- uh, a dish, yes. like an offering dish. Yes. Um, it would have black candles lit yes. uh, uh, in front of the, the picture that I would – Absolutely. In my, in my, um, it has various pieces of a gambit costume in various areas. Oh, no, the picture would be me as as gambit. Gambit. Of course, of course. With crow, crow makeup. (laughs) Yes. Did you, did we hit it all? Is that, is that all the things I am doing? I'm sure I'm going to think of some more of them because there's other things that he brings up that make you roll your eyes and those would be in there as well. Oh, I forgot about that. It is an altar he has to kneel to, though. (laughs) (laughs) He'd kind of have to, I guess. So, yeah. Trying to find the other pictures. I remember when I oh you that were, was a great idea I just had, guys. <laughs> well, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say like you're, you're pointing at yourself. Did you see? Did you see that? That was cool. What are you doing? Andrew? I, I'm looking for those pictures I sent you. This is a great podcast radio. No, I know this is fantastic. Enjoy, I, I'm right I'm glad now. You're doing I'm, the edit uh, this week. You get to cut all my... this out. No, go ahead. To, go ahead and start your segue, sir. You were talking about you had a good one. You were like, "Oh well, I'm going to talk about uh, freaking supernatural," which they're on the list. Are yes, they? they are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm not. We'll get into it. I will save it. Want to make sure this is I want to make sure this is not in the no man's land of the editing zone. It could very well be. So let's just go ahead and get into it. The the, the thing that uh, when we were talking about what are we going to do this week? What 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 can we bring? uh to to the podcast i mean we just had such a great live show with colin bass of young justice abduction check it out um there's been a thing that's that's been growing and it's really kind of interesting to 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 take a look at and kind of examine why the popularity has grown so much uh so we figured well this might be like a a good conversation to you know bounce off each other and you know, thusly off of you, because we want to hear what uh, what you guys kind of think about it. And that is this big surge in antiheroes, 
in unlikable or just characters who are so flawed. They are by definition, bad people. And I think one of the biggest examples is breaking bad. One of the most popular cable shows of maybe the last 10 years. I mean, right. that shit was ginormous. Right. Well, it was pretty. And it's interesting. Cause he did like, I was doing the search. Like we've all, we all probably did. We did our research before the show, but I saw Walt pop up. Yeah. And I was like, really? And I was like, I guess, yeah. See, that fits my idea kind of an anti-hero, but I'm running across lists that other people. Now, Wolverine's been brought up as another anti-hero yes. because Classic. he'll absolutely right. Um, but then the definitions seem to get real wide mm -hmm. and – I don't know. Neither well, you never you never read any of the um uh the stand, right? No, I, I remember you talking a little bit. About they listed for anybody who has read it, they listed Randall Flagg as an antihero because they said an antihero, um, very much driven by their own set of rules and morals and they the ends justify the means. That's what they think. But Randall Flagg is a straight out villain. He's a fucking asshole he's evil and i'm like he's not he an anti-hero he's not a hero he's period. not a hero yeah. at all he's no, all no. the anti none of the heroes because that's right. that was the question hand because like on the technicality you could say well sinestro is an anti-hero like his ends justify the means but i don't really think that's what makes an anti-hero yeah right. i mean that's what makes him a good villain yeah i and feel that's... i feel an anti-hero for me boils down to a person that started off evil right then realized what they were doing was evil and then tried to make good. I don't, See, I don't know that that's. That, I, don't I don't think that, that. I don't think they have to have had any kind of change in there. I always thought it was what their current like. They list Faith on Buffy the Vampire Slayer as an antihero. Back in the day, I would have said no, straight up villain. But once she got into Angel, sure, she got to a little antihero thing going on. I guess she so, got kind of bad in there. I don't, I don't watch she, it enough. Uh, she was pretty she, bad. She, she, got, she got pretty yeah, bad. She got pretty bad. She that's was fair. definitely that's fair. a little bit of a sociopath thing going on, but. Yeah, they by that that definition they were using like Lex Luthor could be considered an anti-hero because he's not a he, hero in his, in his own mind he believes and that's Granted, why I didn't Grant, like that. But, that's a I mean, let's, path, isn't it? I mean, yeah. no, not necessarily because I mean, just to make it real for a second, terrorists think they're heroes. Exactly. Is that's just plain perspective. Right. What I think uh is at least at the core of the definition of an anti-hero is clearly someone who doesn't follow the mainstream or, you know, the, the rules that the larger society follows. Uh, the ends justify the means, but the ends are always for the greater good. Okay, okay so one of the ones they mentioned, Punisher. was Punisher example. is probably one of the most classic anti-heroes in comic books. Prime example uh, for a comic book. Yeah. But know. then I felt the definition was pushing it too far in the other direction. I can see... Sam and Dean Winchester, anti-heroes, mm -hmm. because obviously, you know, they're impersonating government agents and credit card fraud and all that kind of stuff. But their their final end goal is something it's, very it's, good. It's always good and noble. Right. I, if, if But then, Chris, take, take Walt, for example. I mean, he's like... He's, he's trying to support his family. He's trying to support his family, but he's constantly... Like, it's like he, he kind of goes down the rabbit hole in a sense. Slips are allowed as I, an anti-hero. Well, like, Wolverine's had his bad moments as well. Granted, know? granted. Uh, with Walt, I feel it's very quick. Because he makes a bunch of money making and selling drugs. Yes. He also kills people. But the thing is, uh, the original intent... And I haven't watched the show, so I don't know how his character develops. But from what I've observed kind of third party 
um, is that he's he wants to take care of his family because he's sick, but I feel he goes too far. Exactly, because yeah. I mean, like the, eventually he crosses the line where he, he could have stopped. His first killing, one hundred percent justified. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he he okay. We can't, do we talk about it or do we not talk about it? I, mean, I think for his first killing, I mean, how many seasons ago was that? That was, that was season one versus five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, but we're, essentially... We're, okay. I, we're within our spoiler rule so. range. We yeah. have uh, the guy that basically, they, they, the, it was the two other drug dealers, they tried to kill him. Yes. So it's self-defense. Yeah. Which would never, which really doesn't fall under anti-hero no. rules yes. at all. So they thought, they basically, uh, they tried to kill him, they take him uh, out to cook the amazing meth that he cooks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt being the chemical genius he does. like Make a cool, that blue rock. Well, he makes his, like, a chemical agent, he basically drops it, explodes, yeah. little smoke. They're supposed to die. And they're supposed to die instantly. He made mustard gas, and they're supposed to yeah. die instantly. And they didn't. The one didn't die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he had him hooked up, like, with a bike chain thing around his neck to a, uh, a post. And the guy was coming too. And he didn't let him starve. He kept on getting him food, blah, blah, blah. They had this whole conversation where they like relate him like his story. Like he's like, you know, I've been, I've been in this town forever. You probably knew me. My dad, he owned the, the cradle shop. You probably bought. Once he gets to know him and sees him as a person yeah. instead of an object yeah. or uh, something to defend yeah. himself against. So he's like, he's like, my dad, you probably bought that. You might even bought that for me because I was working there all the time. So he sets this whole thing up, and Walt's like, you know what, fuck it, I can't kill this guy. Humanizing him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the whole premise was that Walt had a blackout moment, and he dropped the plate. The plate shattered everywhere, and the guy took a piece of the plate. Which you don't realize at You first. don't realize. Yeah. And then, like, Walt's throwing away the pieces, and he's like, wait a minute. And then he grabs the pieces, and he tries to assemble a full plate, and there's a big shank missing from mm. it. So he's like, fuck, he's going to try to kill me. Yeah. So he goes down there to release him like he was originally planning to. And then Walt's like, you're going to stab me, aren't you? You you have that, you know, and the guy, of course, makes a, a break for it and tries to stab Walt in the leg. And that's when Walt pulls on the thing and now it's chokes self, him to death. Because now it's yeah. self-defense again. But, yeah, yeah, but, you know, and that means, I was like, you know what? He tried every, because he was going to let that kid go. Yeah. 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 Fucked up moment later on, though, he does go into the baby's room and the dad's name oh, of the shop was on the cradle. Wow. Yeah. And you see him, he like makes eye contact with it and you could tell that it hurt. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck. But it almost might be easier to define like the characters that we know that are flat out heroes because, all right, Batman, anti Yeah, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Like we, we've said, he, he is essentially one side of the spectrum yeah. as I think we said like Punisher is the far opposite. Right, right. Well, so the, the question for Batman, what defines him as an anti-hero? Putting people in traction. Yeah, the the... Is it, is heavy it, violence okay and uh the i don't want to say uh the shrugging off of like the law because the, the other question i had was it was it something to do with troubled childhood like something no. that not necessarily not necessarily no. okay no, no. because the, the one that really intrigued me the most and this was the discussion elizabeth and i had briefly before we realized this is podcast material, oh, material. uh daryl dixon was listed on there i have to say i don't agree with that I don't think of him as an anti-hero. I think of him as a flat-out hero. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with you. Um, but then let's take the opposite question. Okay. Merle Dixon. Villain. But he goes good for a while there, mm, but he's not he? really... Does he? Just... I don't... Let's, 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 not, okay. so, let's not do any spoilers, though, yeah. because, I mean, it just came out on Netflix this week, just because uh, I've okay. seen the entire okay. season, so let's not spoil the end of the Because you haven't seen all of them. No, I've, I'm, I'm to the point where Rick and the governor have sat down and... Talked. All right, so you, you haven't even seen how it all plays out. No, all but, right. I mean, I know, I know Merle is a loose cannon, but, I yes. mean... 
you're just like I don't uh, even knowing even knowing the things that I know, I still don't think I would ever consider him. I, I don't an consider I don't yeah. like him and I don't like his character, but at the same time I'm like, well, does he fit the definition of a person that has done bad things yes. and has trying to make uh No. No. Reconcile nothing? No. no. Okay. Um without giving anything away, uh I definitely feel that Moreau is a villain and he's, he's always a villain. Um, there is a thing that you'll learn that I feel might make you think about Daryl and I could understand someone might making a stance, but I genuinely don't think they have enough to make a legitimate argument that Daryl could be an antihero because I, he's I done so. way too much. Yeah, he's he's always been really. He's always got this code of honor, and it's not yeah. just some kind of like and I feel punisher code of honor. Yeah. It's like it's I, always about it's about helping people. It I really feel is. I feel he's always had that code of honor, right? And although he might have always might not have always been a good person, uh, or actually maybe I should say he hasn't always done good things. But I'm not even sure in the show because this wouldn't be a spoiler. This would be. Have they set up a lot of crap stuff that he's done in his past? I don't think no, he had I think the you same just, past. I think you just assume by association. Yeah, they've dropped some things yeah. that kind of elude you, which actually, you know what I was thinking today? Like that's – it's one of the things I think I like about The Walking Dead is I really don't know who they were before. Right. Like I know very peripheral things about the characters, but honestly, like – it it's doesn't. Like, it doesn't even. Okay. I don't it's need to cool. know it's who like, they are, it's who like they in, were. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, when you find out what he was beforehand, it really didn't matter. It's this kind of like yeah, nebulous yeah. sort of thing. So for Walking Dead, Michonne is she anti-hero? Ah, uh, no. Because she you has Wolverine qualities in the sense that she uh, and Batman qualities. Because she she she, okay. she she goes by her own rules. Yeah, True, but, but just by going by your own rules, uh, I don't think instantly makes you an anti-hero. She's good at the same time because that's that's the that's the. I don't because no, I don't think so. I think it takes more to be an anti-hero than to be a good guy who's kind of in a rough place. That's that's not the definition of an anti-hero. Also, it takes more to be an anti-hero than to be like a real asshole evil guy who once or twice does something yeah. nice. You know, there's that's like. The asshole who does something nice every once in a while doesn't make him an antihero. It actually makes him a villain with some depth. Okay. Because yeah. I, I, like, I, I, mean, like, I like the spectrum we have here because yeah. I, I do agree with you. Like, Daryl, I love the guy in that mm. whole series. Daryl dies. We riot. That's right. I, and I agree with that. And then, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like him any less if he was an antihero. I'm just saying I don't think this one Because well, okay, I guess, I guess that kind of is to say to your point there. I mean, you take uh, the story Wicked. I mean, okay. they're trying to explain, you know, the the evil. Witch. I would yeah. think she'd be a bit of bit of an anti. According to the Wicked storyline, she's a bit of uh, maybe. I haven't read the books, but know. see that 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 uh, just goes to. The, I have no. Who's <laughs> to say? And neither of you. But yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't. I I know that the um the um, the Oz movie took some things from Wicked, um, and from what I I, I really vaguely know. Um, but essentially what I do know is that, um, oh shit. Glenda the Good Witch? No, I almost had her name, the Wicked Witch. I almost had her name in my uh, head. Um, Alphabel? Alphaba? It starts with like an E. My sister has read all the books. She is screaming at us right now. Catherine, I'm sorry. She gets a raw deal. Uh, but I feel even though she was good and now she's bad. That's it. She was good and now, now she's, she's bad. bad. Yeah. She's not an anti-hero. 
just because she had goodness in her at one point. Mm-hmm. An anti-hero is a state of mind you're in, not a past uh, character development or anything like that. You're an anti-hero or you're on the, one of the other sides. And it doesn't necessarily mean doing things that are typically bad, but it would be outside the law would still put yeah, you in. because they put Magneto on the list too. Which I believe. That's a fascinating thing because he's been a villain. I think... I think Magneto is a really, I think, good study on oh, yeah. what on the finer definition of what an antihero is. Because Magneto, I mean, I, I don't want to draw like any kind of offensive uh, parallels, but Magneto is a terrorist, and he calls himself a terrorist. But from his perspective, he's doing good things. He has an ultimate good in mind. For the mutant community. For the mutant community specifically. Also, a lot of the stuff he's done can be counted as self-defense, even if it's just in his mind. Some of it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's this very kind of just edge of the gray oh, before yeah. black. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's so a depth character in that sense yeah, because you I understand mean, where he's coming from. Yes. But at the same time, you're like, dude, you're going just a little too far. Yeah, you're going, you're going too far. Shit, if I had to really just say one or the other for Magneto. I can't call him a villain. Not as all that on, we know about him. Honestly, I think I'd have to hmm. because an, or an anti-hero, although – would kill like Punisher does kill bad guys. He doesn't kill good guys. And Magneto, although trying to do good for his people and having noble intentions, will kill uh, even indiscriminately humans right. without judging them, without saying, okay, well, you're a bad human, so I'll kill you. Right. Uh, he won't he take the time to look like, oh, well, you're a good human. I'll spare you. Okay. He will just kill indiscriminately among all of them. Right. I feel if he took the moment to be like, okay, you don't hate me. You don't love me. But as long as you're not actively trying to oppose me right. of your own free will. Which like, he'll do every once in a while. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do – I mean I mean, if you count Magneto currently, yeah, I could call him an antihero. Same with Cyclops. I, I'd call Cyclops currently an antihero. Yeah, um, actually. But I mean Magneto's past <laughs> douchebag, yeah. is definitely heavy in villain areas. Now, um, Malcolm Reynolds pretty firmly in the antihero category just on the – being outside the law and stealing yeah. things. And so he'd be – like Han Solo is considered an anti-hero then the same. I think I think he – well, in the end he becomes full hero. But certainly in the beginning he's a smuggler. He's out for himself. It's true. And I'm – yeah. I mean okay. Han Solo Han Solo kills Greedo right in, in the fucking cantina. He shot first. We all know that. <laughs> shot first, shot second. No. Still killed him with the intent of killing him. Yes. Uh, I do feel that is a strong uh, point into the anti-hero category. Because right. uh, I'm sure he's killed other people who have come against him, right. armed or not. Right. They had the intent to come after him uh, and in a preemptive defense. And he's he, not going to have a whole them. lot of guilt about it because it and was yeah. him or them. Yeah, um, Mal very much the same, maybe a little more morally sound than even Han Solo because he says it. Right. When I come after you, you'll be holding a gun yep. and we'll be face to face. Yep. You know, like, yep. I'm sorry I butchered that line. I know you guys know it by heart. 
Somewhere right now, <laughs> Nathan Fillion shuddered. <laughs> Somebody just misquoted Somebody me just terribly. Brutaled my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nathan, you can come down here and I will apologize at your feet. <laughs> um, uh, another one they had mentioned, uh, which was interesting, was Venom. Um, Venom always kind of been. I mean, he's been straight up villain. Um, he's tried to be anti-hero. Um, Eddie Brock tried to be anti-hero. He, he tried to turn it around. Um, Scorpion, I think when he got the suit was always villain. And now with, uh, Flash Thompson, kind of a gray on that side of good mm. because like he's a government operative and he is killing bad guys but he's a soldier now it's a, it's a little different because the rules are different oh, yeah, for the rules a soldier yeah yeah but the I, a perfect example i guess would be scarlet spider though right would he be considered an anti-hero uh the current cane the current yeah the yeah, current version. Uh, not not all the hoopla the cloning stuff hey he is a clone <laughs> well i know but I just you're want... not talking about ben riley no i'm talking about the current yeah whatever, we're talking about current the, cane. the cool very 90s book that we were reading um He's making an active um, effort to try and not kill people. Mm. Um, I kind of bailed on the book when uh, Ryan Stegman left because I felt the book really changed and I wasn't enjoying it. Mm -hmm. So from what I can speak of the first like nine issues. Which is what I read too. Yeah. I feel he was definitely trying to be a hero. He didn't kill uh, any villains? I think one may have accidentally died. I'm, I'm... Yeah, I think there was like an explosion thing. Yeah, like he kind of he kind of killed himself. He won't necessarily go out his out of his way to so save you from harm. It seems like killing a bad guy. I was about to say, is that Kill... like the rule of being an antihero? You have to kill I someone. Think, I think it's a big deciding factor. Okay. Um, I, w- I was thinking about it uh, earlier. I think a way to kind of um, classify cha- chaotic good uh, is a. A strong anti-hero mm-hmm. position. You you are good in nature, but will do whatever it is you to have to, to do goal. to kind of get to it. And if you have to kill somebody who deserves it, you will that's definitely. fine. And I feel that those those are also so rules the, for an anti-hero. The interesting kind of concept I had in my head was how would you make an anti? Like take Superman for instance. How would you anti-hero him up? In just uh, what is it? Um, Injustice. Yeah, I was about to say. Doesn't that do it? Uh, no, because he kind of goes kind of full villain there. Like, like he okay. just gets like Stalin iron fist on okay. everything. But that um, would be the way to do it. I mean, isn't that kind of like a lot of what happened to Wolverine to make him the way he is? I mean, being beat on by the government and tests and losing people. He definitely got and, you know. shocked into a very particular state. Although like, I mean, you read like some of the origin stuff. He's always, I mean, once, once he's kind of out of the house yeah. uh he gets feral he has this he has an innate feral instinct to him okay. that he is um embraced to a level but like his big lament is i can't help it right i am i am i am who i am there's no changing me so i'm just going to accept this right murderous like Rage I have in right. yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of anti-heroes have a survivor thing type of going on. They're all survivors. They'll do what it takes to survive, which is why I think Daryl gets mixed up in that, that they think he's a survivor. 
He's rough around the edges. Yeah. He doesn't travel with like, you know, polite society or everything. But see, I think that's, that's what, what people do. They're I just think, like, oh, he's an anti-hero. I'm but like, they, oh. they, they more than, than says Michonne is, though, in my mind. Okay, now, the, uh, the, this is where my chaotic good popped into my head. Michonne, I feel, is true neutral. Because she will go whichever direction she needs to go. She will, I mean, I feel that she could kill one of the main cast or she'll kill a bad guy. She'll kill whoever comes at her. Really? But indiscriminately in every perspective. Which is funny because, well, no, no spoilers. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say I was going to yeah. bring up a point and I'm not going to because I don't even think uh, you got there yet. So. Well, no, I, like, uh, I haven't, I mean, I don't, uh, it's, I'm not, I'm not, it's not just for you. I'm, I don't want to spoil I, I, I the know, audience either. Yeah, I don't yeah. read the current Walking Dead. I'm slowly catching up through through the trades. Because I, so I, I have to say, it was kind of difficult to say no to this the Comicology sale. Do you see that? Oh, I uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like really. Is it? Uh, I guess it's too old for the podcast. But I think like currently they're all ninety nine cents. Yeah, they were all ninety nine cents. The the graphic novels were five ninety nine a piece. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oof. I've got like the first ten volumes. You know, but then I have to actually have a light. Oh, I know. So read like hard. a regular person. No, you don't understand because the only time I get to read is when I'm like going to bed. So it's difficult because then the baby in the dark, staring into the light. No, your the, eyes are just going to be ruined. The, the baby you know would wake up. My wife would be annoyed with me. Just be a, a lose lose situation. Read them on your lunchtime, like I do. Oof, that's even worse. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. but no, um, no. no I, I feel Michonne is is true neutral. Um, and See, I like I said, I, I haven't read, so I don't, yeah, yeah. my, my perspective is mostly from the show. I don't know how her character is developed in the comic books. But see, like in my mind, like, like I, I feel like when she first started, yes, that, that was very neutral ask, but yeah. I think as it's grown, I mean, I think she's a little bit more, I think, I think she's, she's probably real- developed into a more of a chaotic normal girl. hero. Mm-hmm. I think she's shown in a couple cases and I don't know what you've seen, but some, admirable amounts of restraint in things that people have done to her where she's like, okay, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think anybody, she's kind of Wolverine without some group to affiliate to when she first comes in, she'll essentially hack and slash at everybody. It's kind of like you're saying that Wolverine. I'm like, so it's like Wolverine after alpha flight, but not exactly X-Men, but before X-Men and that that (laughs) That little little sweet spot right there. Yeah. Uh, But no, no, like, Mm. Professor I mean, X first finds him, you know. If if Wolverine just went out and there was no X-Men to kind of act as his conscience, he could just be like the most unstoppable mercenary in fucking Mandapore. Like that that would just kind of be the end of it. He would just be a, a, a cannon. You aim in the direction and you just make sure you're on the other side. Isn't that what Hulk wish, is now? <laughs> I wish Supreme Power had kept on going. The, the example of the most evil, like, no good qualities whatsoever was a, a guy they really did use as a cannon and kind of pointed him at people. But but the series is not going on anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> One of those series, it stopped and it never picked up again. And I hate you, but. So, so the other, okay, so talking about antiheroes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us into a place that is going to be a little bit weird. All right, it's let's Andrew get weird. No, no, okay. No, let's let's they had just mentioned get weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> they, they had mentioned Alucard from Helsing as an antihero. All right. Okay. But then I was like, well, does that automatically justify Dexter as an antihero? Dexter was listed as one of the antiheroes, and I felt like it was a good call. Yeah, um, I would pretty firmly put Dexter into antihero because 
Um, thinking back, he's as I know, he's only never killing, killed. He's never killed an innocent. He's only killed serial killers, uh, mostly. Um, he, but he has only only killed bad guys. And I haven't seen this new season. So I don't know what the shit happened, but I know you're all angry about it. I did hear about that. Um, I was about to say I'm only. I'm halfway through the next to last season, so I got some catching up to do. Yeah. Um, See, but I, so, but he's always like, yes, he has what inside him what could make him a villain, and mm-hmm. that's clear by like his brother in like the first season. But he focuses it, mm-hmm. you know, like essentially uh, Wolverine focuses it in a good direction. He focuses it into the direction of ridding. The streets of evil. He yeah. says, I know I'm going to kill somebody. Might as well be. Might as, Might as well, well be a also, terrible person. He's That's a survivor. He, does, he knows he would not survive in the prison system or being captured or whatever. So the whole code That's is kinda, designed to make sure that he doesn't get captured. I kind of feel that would have been a great end of the season. It's like he does go to jail. Oh. But he's like, oh, I'm not trapped in here with them. They're trapped, trapped in, in here with me. me. That would be kind of awesome. Just get all Rorschach on it. <laughs> oh my god! Because well, it was interesting when they said Helsing, like Alucard from Helsing. Like yeah. I, I was just like, really? Because he is technically Dracula. Okay. Does he follow a code, or has he followed? Like I know now, like from the point where Helsing takes place, he's been good. Yeah. Like yeah. he's killing vampires or killing fake vampires and all that kind of shit. But I'm like, does his like his past like as an anti-hero? Does that mean your past automatically? Gets I think erased? you can you can lift yourself up from villainy. Yeah, yeah, and be an anti-hero. So, like you Magneto, can lift, you can lift yourself up out of villainy and just go straight good. You could, yeah, yeah. just like you could fall from good and go. Villain. You can lift yourself up from villainy. So Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, obviously he was straight on evil for a really yeah. long time. Just. Does he fall into? Well, how many anti-hero? seasons were in Angel? I, <laughs> I feel, I feel Angel's pretty definitely good. I thought so too. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, there are there are, there got, are no he's rules. Got the, he's got the Angelus side of him, yes. so I don't know. Most there people, are no would be rules for him to follow in in the particular world he's in. Like, he's the no one's established a system to what he's doing, but he never sacrifices innocent for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, he kills demons, which I guess it's fair game. He got a little anti-hero for a while, and one of the seasons he kind of slipped a bit. But he, he once again, I dark. think it, yeah, got pretty dark. It's broody. It was yeah. the '90s. It's okay. He lost his son. He was bad. Yeah. I think a lot of that, a lot of Angel takes place in the early millennium. It does. Really? Yeah. It does. Wow. I, say I think even like, even Buffy might split the difference. Final season of. Angel was 2003, I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just remember watching Buffy and be like, it's it's the 90s. <laughs> well, yeah, those first yeah. five seasons, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, but no, he's a character that I, I just kind of was coming to mind, though. Uh, Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Good. 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 But even- Raphael doesn't kill anybody. He's he's rough around the edges, ba- but wait, obedient. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Batman doesn't kill. Yeah, but he will beat the, the shit, shit out of people. Raphael. I don't... See, Raphael... He lost a sigh. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there, man. And then he just beat ass for a week long. Well, no, Nobody was safe. Take that TMNT movie. Like, the one where he goes and becomes, was it, the Night Warrior or whatever the fuck he called himself? Yeah, he gets Batman-esque. But the thing is, is that uh, without reading, um, like, the the older traditional... Well, the traditional comics are a lot different. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, Frank Miller's TMNT. Yeah. Um, they essentially just never let the show get that dark. 
I mean, even Batman the Animated Series, he's not putting people in traction. He one-shots everyone with a knuckle sandwich. Like... Or smacks him on the back of the head with battering. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. Everyone just gets knocked out like they're made of glass. Um, but, I mean, from the comic books we know, like, we know Batman will put someone down oh, in yeah. a hospital for a week mm-hmm. to get whatever critical information he needs. Torturing, that's, him, torturing him and hanging him over buildings. That's yeah, good, too. That's, Scaring the crap out of him. That's kind of the line. Like we said, Batman is on that... The, the edge of gray to good. Mm-hmm. So what are some, honest to God, I mean, what are some characters that don't even get near the anti-hero thing? Xavier? Professor uh, X? You don't think he's, you don't think he's good? He's, he's a alright, he's good. He, he's not an anti-hero. He's not a villain. He's a flawed good guy? He's a flawed good guy, okay. yeah. So there is a, there's that distinction too, that you can I'm, be a flawed well, I mean, good guy and not be an anti-hero. I think good characters are flawed. Yes. So, like, no matter what. So um, who's, who's like flat out hero then? Superman. Superman. Anybody else? That would actually explain even more why I don't really like Superman all that much. He's too good. The problem. The problem is, is like we said, kind of in the beginning of all Hal this. Jordan. No, he's flawed, isn't it? Well, he's, he's flawed. flawed he's flawed, but he's not an anti-hero. No, uh, and he's pretty, pretty profoundly good. Yeah, like, like that. I was, I was trying to think of it. Like, who would be Captain America? Captain America. Pretty profoundly good. good. Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, like, like, like we were saying, anti-heroes are so popular right now mm-hmm. that it's tough to find regular good guys anymore. Mm-hmm. Just wow. straight up good people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think well, a lot of ones we could come up with are probably pretty old because where they came from, where they yeah. came from, there was no anti-hero. But then of course we, the, where, where those older people came from was, I feel almost like a different time. Yeah. Like, I mean... There was no anti-hero in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I think when you start to get to the 70s, you start building the tough good guy. And yet, Batman, when did Batman get started? Uh, late 30s? 30s, Is he like the first, I mean, he's got to be the first long-lasting comic book anti-hero out there. Um, I'm sure there's there's definitely a argument to be made that Batman is definitely one of the early um, anti-heroes. But... Uh, Batman in the beginning was just kind of a noir detective in a suit. Okay. So then you're also saying like noir detectives are anti-heroes. They which could be. They could actually. It's vague be. because you take Decker from Blade Runner. I mean, like he, like he definitely, he, like it's it's the epitome of anti-hero. He's yeah. following a code. He won't kill innocents. Yeah. But at the same time, he'll do whatever it takes to find the replicant. Yeah. Like, but I mean, but is Decker gonna fuck up an innocent to find out where a replicant is? Uh, I definitely think if he had to, like, like he, I, I don't know. It's like it's the noir detective. I'm, thing, I'm wondering if he's like usually. More, I'm he's more probably more of a flawed good guy. He's just yeah. really, really flawed. I feel but the noir could be on that like edge cusp. Yeah. yeah. I feel noir detectives. Um, maybe they're, are they're the blueprint. Flaw- for. I think they're flawed good guys, but maybe the primogen of the antihero. The anti-hero. Because I, from what I kind of know of the noir detectives. Yeah. They kill, and it doesn't weigh on them very much, but, but they they're never going to kill in the cantina before someone else shoots at them. Mm. You know, they're, they're never going to – they're always going to kill in kind of a self-defense. They're in a firefight. They kill henchmen, 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 and they're going to get to sleep at night because they did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. And they were – you know, they were being attacked. So Clint Eastwood in most of his movies is like an anti-hero. Mm, I know this is very yeah, vague. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I haven't you seen sure? enough. 
Uh, I know. From what I remember, he stuff, kills yeah. an awful lot of people. Yeah, I mean, he he's very much he, there's the code of honor. Like, I mean, he's, if, he's, if you're gonna kill uh, a guy you know is bad, like in a bar, you know this guy is a bandit, and he essentially just starts some shit, and you just kill him before he even draws. Sure, that could be an anti-hero act. Honestly, I think even if you kill enough people in self-defense. If you're not in a soldier type situation, I think it pushes you into the anti-hero territory because you can't puts, do that and not be changed. It puts you closer, I'd yeah. say, uh, and you could definitely cross that line. See, sure. the, the thing where we're like, I was kind of going with the idea of like then and now. Um, we'll take like what I was. I, won't, I don't want to call it the anti-villain, but in the sense of like, yeah, sure, we had Captain America. Like, is epitome of good. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we have Nazis wearing Nazi uniforms. Yeah, I mean... You know, the, um, the most evilest evil of, of all time. Kill a Nazi, never feel bad about it. But they're the advertising who they are, as yeah. opposed to nowadays where it's like, we're going to dress like a civilian for an idea... Like, the, ideolo the uh, ideology... Ideology? Ideology? There we go. That's Thanks. the word I'm trying to say. There you go. Uh, but we have terrorists now to where it's not necessarily, like, just a group goose-stepping down the street. No, they're actually, like... There's a there's a quote out there. Tom Hiddleston said, the reason why Marvel is so awesome is that they make their heroes flawed and their villains noble. So that really muddies the water in there. Yeah. I mean, that's almost like what an anti-villain would be. I mean, yeah. think of all the... Like, well, I think Magneto. Honestly, yes, exactly. Magneto yeah. if, would be an anti-villain. If there's an anti-villain description, I... Yes. Well, then we may have made it we up. We may have made it so, up. So, yeah. yeah. co copyright right. comic issues. Yeah. Um, it would be a villain who is who ultimately has skewed noble ideas, mm -hmm. like Magneto. Mm -hmm. Magneto has noble intent, but is has a very skewed perception. What about Loki? I actually was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Seriously. No. He's, Loki's he's... pretty straight up evil. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's it's it's but interesting because like uh, in my mind, like yes. Loki's evil, but then according to Pinterest, he's like the <laughs> nicest guy in the he's world. He's a hero. He's yeah. awesome. We Swell, love him. Swell, sweetheart oh, yeah. of a man. Look at that smile. Funny. How can you hate him? Adorable. <laughs> and that Pinterest. hair? Come on. You can't be completely evil and have hair like that. It's just not physically it's possible. It's a burden. It really is. Maybe Glorious that's what hair. drives yeah. him to the, the evilness. <laughs> the longer his hair gets, the more evil he gets. Like, <laughs> hair is just too pretty. <laughs> so fucking long, I can't so take it. I must evil. kill them all. <laughs> Does somebody have a scrunchie? Please, God. Um... Like, do you guys feel like we could, after after examining kind of uh, what we think is an antihero, do you think we could put three rules down that clearly define an antihero? I think we um, won't kill innocents is one of the. Well, but well, I was going to say lawbreaker. I mean, would be a real big, vague kind of thing. I mean, because that puts Mal in there, it puts Han in there. True, but willing to break the laws is, is true, but. Uh, at the, at the risk of, of getting shots taken at me, Gambit steals, has no problem stealing. I Maybe he's killed, I don't know. But generally does not kill at all if, if he can possibly help it. But, so is he an anti-hero because he's a thief? I, I kind of think he falls into that anti- I mean, would you consider him a straight-out well, good no, guy most of just the time? Look what he did a to the warlocks. good guy. No, look what he did to the warlocks. That's enough for... Morlocks. Morlocks. Fuck it. But you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not fucking but with he, you. I'm not fucking did, with he you. He did not know what, what was going to happen. But that's kind of part of the anti-hero thing where it's almost like a I've sort of circumstance. lost track. He's always like all in angst over his tortured secret. I forget how many he's had. I mean, have any of those tortured well, secrets the whole been Romeo something and where he was an actual asshole? Well, like what Drew's talking about is the, 
the mutant massacre yes. uh, of, of the but Morlocks. he didn't mean to do that. No, he that didn't was... mean to. And he didn't know what was going to happen. And I can't remember what he thought might have happened. Right. But once he saw it, he was immediately horrified uh, and saves Mero, which turned out to be a terrible idea. So she was a terrible So character. you're saying because he won't kill innocents – that he's not? Wait, well, because no, he won't – because he, he, he doesn't want to kill at all. Okay. Whereas, like his, whereas Malcolm Reynolds will definitely kill and knock that kill. guy. Into, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Granted, we, it'll we, be a fair it. fight. So one apparently the biggest decider is are they willing to kill? I think Flat that out. I think that's that is right definitely there. That, uh, that's in only there. one because there's plenty of other people who are willing to kill who wouldn't. So, so we, yeah. we've established they're willing to break the law. Well, see that—that's why I brought up Gambit. Just because he's willing to break the law, does that automatically? Well, no, because these, these the, it's like not just one rule. Okay, well, great. You, that's fair. Is there? That's is there? Fair. I was about to say, is there an example of a character who breaks the law repeatedly, but is a basically good guy and isn't? Technically, every vigilante, Spider-Man. They, yeah, they're all vigilant. Vigilantism is not. Yeah, yeah I mean that's no. technically breaking the law. But I was going to go with how plastic many of those man. vigilantes are actually? I mean, Batman won't kill either, but he's still at most absolutely an anti-hero. Yeah. And he's a lawbreaker. Well, he's a the, lawbreaker yeah. in many things. I mean, not obeying the speed limit. I mean, that's just one of the <laughs> well, many like, things. Sp- Spider-Man's pretty solidly in that good category. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You yeah. know, like it. it I so challenge I, I, you to make a, a fucking <laughs> argument otherwise. No, well, no, he's pretty, he's we're talking good. Peter Parker. Right? I know. I was okay. going to go. Fine. I was going to be I know you well enough to not even toes, go there. <laughs> Um, but no, though I think these rules. I don't think it's just one rule. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So maybe best out of three. It's almost and like you could be considered like a, an It's anti-hero. like a Venn diagram rather than yeah. actual. That's like, fair. That's so, a good so way to willing put it. to break the law. Willing okay. to like the, the one thing though is disregard for the law. Disregard for, disregard the, law. for the law. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's uh, the not killing innocents. I think is a very very. That's one of the big ones. Um, well, I think, I, I think from the other yeah. from the other side of that coin, uh, willing to kill. Um, Once again, it's the overlap. Willing to kill won't kill innocents. I think you know? won't kill innocents. Because some people won't kill innocents because they won't kill anybody at all. See, the willing to kill, I mean, that kind of goes into willing to break the disregard for the law. I mean, we're not supposed to kill. That's that's a law. So okay. technically you get that in there. Yeah, but it's different between, oh, I broke the law, I killed somebody, and – Oh fuck! I've just killed somebody. Like they're two but, way but different they mindsets. Willing to do it. I mean, if it's the oh fuck, I just killed somebody. Yeah. That means they weren't. An accident doesn't make you an antihero. Yeah. True. 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 So um, what's what's the what's the third one then? Because well, I, I'm not sure if we've defined the killing one yet. It, no, I think I, I really think it's the overlap. I really think it's, it's they are oh, no. they are willing to kill if that's what's necessary, but they are really not wanting to kill innocents. You know. Okay, so so uh, the because you've got accept some... the acceptance of killing, yes. but the dedication to not kill innocents. Yes, because you've okay. got all right. So it's the willingness to kill, but people who are willing to kill would might kill everybody, and then you have the people who don't want to kill innocents because they're not going to kill anybody. Yeah, then the overlap like, uh, out out Batman because Batman's not willing to kill. But like you said, it's the best out of three. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. There's this is there's overlap in oh, here. Overlap. Okay, there's yeah, like, I was thinking that these rules just kind of all because even with, with the ones other. that we're even with the ones that we've been tagging as flawed hero or you know anti villain or whatever, there's a real gray area. So it's almost like if you have the most circles overlapping, you're more likely to be an anti hero. Mm. Does does troubled past go in there? No, because all of them seem to have a troubled everyone's past. got a troubled past. Actually, yeah, it's true. They all do. I mean, it just seems. I can't to be... think of a character who didn't have a troubled past in one way or the other. That just makes him an interesting Superman. character. But he's not a, an anti-hero. Captain America. Oh no, we're just naming characters. 
True. I, I should not throw out like like blanket <laughs> statements like that because you'll get me every single Spider-Man. time. Okay, fuck you. Never mind. Actually, Spider-Man had a troubled past. Uh, Come on. Like his bleep. parents are gone, but his uncle. Yeah, but that doesn't happen until he essentially becomes a hero. But it's in the past, it and is. it's pretty troubling. It's pretty troubling. <laughs> you know what? You put it like that. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Well, maybe Spider-Man's an anti-hero. <laughs> That whole explosion of Krypton, that was pretty troubling. That was pretty troubling. And it's in his past. And his parents are both dead. That's troubling. True story. You know what? (laughs) I see it all differently. I'm Um, so glad. See, you got your podcast where you said you were right all the time. I got the good point, Elizabeth. You're right. Um, Is there, what's the third rule? Can we come up with the third one? Can we, can we complete this line with a third confirmation dot? I'm sure we can. Hang on. We have uh, hair in the face. <laughs> Sorry, you laugh, but it's, it's pretty true. much every anti-hero does yeah. not know how to shave. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, I thought you were thinking of like long bangs. That too. The bang yeah. thing yeah. is yeah. another uh, tough to get a haircut. Disregard, disregard for the law. Yeah. Uh, acceptance with killing, but a dedication not to kill innocents. Right. Um, a third one. I really feel I'd like to get three points. <laughs> and I honestly think those two things are two separate things. Willingness to kill, not kill innocence. I think it's two separate, but it has to do with killing, so fine. Um, wait a minute. I know uh, something. Trouble, trouble, trouble. I know. <laughs> All this pausing will be... Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Trench coats? <laughs> real that's things, true. Andrew. Real things. But it's another truth, though. I mean, you gotta get... How many anti-heroes have trench coats? All right. Um, not the trench coat answer. Yeah, you're, something you're right else. Right on, because no. Punisher wore a trench coat too. Just not so does Mal. Mm-hmm. So does <laughs> Captain Jack. Yes, all of them. Anti heroes. <laughs> they all wear trench coats. That's it. That's how to be an anti hero. You have to coat. wear a trench coat. No, I was thinking actually, um, sort of some idea towards a code of like. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So um, you have to have something that you're dedicated to doing. That because otherwise you could slip into villainy. Exactly. With, without some kind of personal moral code. Something outside yourself. Something that does benefit someone else other than yourself. Yeah. So I mean, I got shit. That might have been the most important thing. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the 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 focus ultimately for goodness. Right. Mm. Uh, because essentially if Batman isn't – doesn't have the intent of saving Gotham, right. he is just straight up a villain. You know, And granted like sure, the absence of goodness would kind of – maybe that makes everyone a villain. Um, I think that's too broad. Right, right. Um, does, it, does it throw Dexter into a weird kind of place? Because at his core – and it may have changed in later uh, episodes. In the that last season, we yet. don't know. You never know, but – He's not really necessarily trying to benefit anyone else. He's trying to get his jollies in a way that True. doesn't get him in trouble. And it's the easiest thing to kill, I guess. Well, I mean, true, but like I, the lack of the lack of doing bad doesn't necessarily just because he's not killing. But like we said, like kind people. of best out of three. He's true. Disregard true. for the law. Yes. And willing to kill, but doesn't not want kill, innocence. but not kill innocence. Also true. You know, also like true. like I mean, Andrew, you said it. A rule doesn't make an absolute. You know, you kind of have to be okay. Yeah, sixty percent, you're an anti-hero. There you go. Forty percent, nah, you're just you're one or the other. Fl- you're a flawed villain. Or I a do, do want to create the the term anti anti-vill- anti-villain. 
I think it's going to pop guess, up, you know, Cause because it really does. It does describe a lot of the villains that we like so much. Yeah, because I mean, like Sinestro, I feel is like he's almost he's a villain. I would say, I guess to go back to the kind of uh, gray analogy of like the spectrum, I would put the uh, uh, on the anti-villain spectrum. Sinestro, very close to straight up villainy. Yes. yes. Because even though he wants his his planet and his people to be happy and to be prosperous well, it's the universe and whatnot, too, but... he well, it's it starts it starts with with his yeah, it starts planet, with Kurugar. but it is under his total control. Mm-hmm. It's like Doom. It's very much in the same vein as Doom. His people love him. But he is controlling them with his. I should like that. Iron fist. The, the Doom reference was that's a solid. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up. Wait, uh, wait, wait! I have one more antihero. Which one? Cloak. <laughs> oh my god! Four podcasts in a row. Four. Did you mention it at the live show? Did I wasn't, you mention I wasn't the live sitting show? there. I was, I was trying there. to. I don't think I did, but I wanted to so bad. You might have mentioned it at the evening show. Okay, tell me why is Cloak an antihero? He doesn't know. He just actually no. Cloak. He does kind of have it because he has the darkness inside him, and then he's trying not to... a thing. Yeah, nope. It is just because you're rough around the edges. No, he doesn't has matter. darkness inside him. Like that's does he, the whole. Does he kill anyone? He can, and he actually almost does. Uh, I can kill somebody, but it's I don't. Dagger's light that keeps him centered. So he hasn't killed anyone. He's come. I think he's come pretty close. I think okay. he's actually killed somebody. Like somebody got eaten. Inside does he have a disregard for the law? Yeah. Beyond just vigilantism. Vigilant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think vigilantism is really all you need. That's a pretty good disregard for the law <laughs> well, right then, there. Like, that know? really gives sure. everyone an automatic point. Well, into that's a fair game, but I mean, again, Spider-Man. I mean, we he's he's good. Yeah. Um, and what was the uh, code, of, code of conduct? Yeah, they outside, have a code of conduct, yeah. Outside yeah. of the law? Mm-hmm. They have a code of conduct. I feel like you're just... Saying what no. you need to say. No, no. I, I think they are. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to fucking find a cloak and dagger quiz and quiz you. <laughs> For the amount of shit you keep constantly bringing up with cloak and dagger, you should know something about them. I and do I, know and, and a I, lot I, about I, them. I, I question. I think that would be a I quiz question. that would really only annoy you. And make him very happy, though. It really would. <laughs> he he just, would actually he, like he, you to he quiz ace, him. Yeah, he aces he it. He will bring just, you a quiz. Just really just ask me the questions. Go on. We're not kidding. He really would like it. Don't don't make me break out the Marvel Encyclopedia and go sit no. on the toilet for a little bit. No. I'm a surprise quiz. See, you. It's going to be a pop quiz. I don't think I'm ever going to touch that book, by the way. I've heard too many stories about it going into the bathroom. So, uh, We want to know what you think about uh, antiheroes. If you've recognized the, the, the big influx of, uh, I mean, really – Everywhere, TV, comics, well, yeah, I mean, movies. It, it started like I feel like it started nineties, and I kind of feel it started in the eighties. Really, like with the big action films of the eighties. Because the, the like, anti-hero that I always kind of go to, that I always feel is the catalyst for a lot of it, was Spawn, and one that mm. we forgot to mention. When did Rambo get started? Eighties. Yeah, I mean, I Rambo, think I think Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They're like, the, they're the the cause. I, I think. Well, I don't want to say the cause because I feel like in the seventies, heroes got rough. And they kind of, you know, started disregarding the law a little bit. And they ramped that up in the 80s. And then the, the, the body counts start getting bigger. And then in the 90s, you kind of – I feel in the 90s, you got the first real anti-heroes you know, okay, in, so like in film and TV. I don't mean to keep on – like I know we're outroing it. But, but still, the, the concept like we were saying, like 70s, the anti-hero began, right? 
I feel that's where it starts, but they're not quite. There's probably in the some yet. examples yeah. from yeah. before then, though. I wouldn't. No, I know, and I yeah. actually would love to do that. Figure out like like fucking like 1920s antihero. Sure there's there's actually some really. There's a really good book out there. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it would be an interesting thing because I even want to look at like Greek mythology and figure out who you'd qualify as an antihero. Oh in Greek yeah, mythology. there'd be a few in there. Yeah. That Theseus motherfucker. I yeah. mean, I'm telling you. But but the idea, like just looking at our pop culture and looking at it from like the 70s, you you have it beginning. You said body count, which I really agree with because like I remember it being like Bloodfest '95 and in the 80s. Sounds weird, but and it's okay because they're yeah. killing bad guys. Yeah. They sleep, fine but I night. feel like the '90s was when the honor code really gets established. Like there was a real. Uh, I feel they hit it harder in the '90s. Yeah, because I, like, I feel like it's the the disregard for the law got bigger in the '90s. I think there's still the. Body I'd say that count, also. Yeah. That also but it climbed. Was more, yeah, more of the like. Look the, at look the at the '90s. Thief. '90s has got a lot of angst in it. In yes. everything, and a lot of plaid. Yeah. Some plaid, yes. Plaid Good music, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's not all good. I didn't smell like Teen Spirit back then. a lot of good music then. in the 90s. Uh, let us know what uh, what you think. Who are your some of, some of your favorite anti-heroes? Okay. Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, email comicissues at gmail.com. Uh, keep checking up on the website, guys. Comic-issues.com where all the fun, great stuff is happening. And guys, I want to remind you we are having our Comic Issues design a jack-o'-lantern jack-o'-lantern palooza contest we're bad at naming things send us your picture of the amazing jack-o'-lanterns that you have created for this festive halloween season uh it could be carved it could be painted it could be constructed of cardboard as long as it looks like a pumpkin whatever jack-o'-lanterns you guys are getting into whatever craziness send it to us we've got prizes we've got things for winning the one thing we have announced that is absolutely a prize is the trade of Batman the Long Halloween, perfect for the season and every other season. It's, it's a long, stretching story. Kind of makes me wish that comic issues people could actually enter this contest. I'm like, I want to read it, uh, win a graphic novel. That'd be cool. I think I own it. You can borrow it. Uh, I was going to say, it's in, it's in the shelf over there if you want it. Oh, sweet. I actually wanted a copy of my own. Oh, Thanks, okay. anyway. But just watch That's that fair. when I ghost in the shell. Yeah. But we're definitely, we're, we're collecting more prizes uh, for everyone to win. All you have to do is just make sure we're in the picture, too. Uh, you get our logo, anything that just identifies comic issues in with your jack-o'-lantern. Just pull up uh, something on your on your phone, your smartphone, your tablet, anything. Just sneak it right in there uh, so we know that you're the one doing all that awesome work so you can get credit and get uh, the Batman Long Halloween book. Actually, extra points if you carve comic issues into a pumpkin. Holy shit, that may win hands down. <laughs> that yes. would be awesome. Well, actually, I already got my uh, pumpkin uh, set out. What am I going to do? Really? Yeah. Oh, I have an idea for mine, so we'll see if it actually works. Right. It's something weird, but we'll I'm going to make a very spooky jack-o'-lantern. Oh, mm. like people we know? Yes. Wow, Ooh. really? Like mm. our redheaded stepchild um uh, Movie podcast? issues? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right, I was That's say, how they feel. Wow. I know they do. I know. And they, they their do. colors are red, so I guess that does work out. Mm. But pumpkins are orange. Well, no, though, no, their color scheme for movie issues is red. True. So, yes. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I'm going to make a very spooky pumpkin. Ah, uh, I have to see this. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to see mm. what that looks like. Mm. Uh, so be sure you send that to any place you can find us. Again, Facebook, Twitter, uh, email, Tumblr, and Google are also things. That's it this week, guys. Until next week, I'm Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And Blind. And good geeking. <laughs>